This is one simple word. Together we are reading through Matthew. Showing us Jesus and how he fulfills the promises of Messiah and King. Well, we're in Matthew chapter 17 today, and we just want to welcome you guys in. I'm super excited because we are really coming down to the end, and 11 more days, 11 more chapters, and this has been an awesome project, but I also feel like, wow, it's coming down to the end, and we're losing a little energy. Um, I think we've done so well this whole time, and then now we got a cold. Yeah, and it's just—it's just like <clears throat> Satan's like it's drag. Try to finish this, and we're like we're going to. Right. I hope you don't feel like our podcast is dragging, but we physically have been, and so I'm just excited to continue in Matthew chapter 17 today. Yes, because listen, when we get to the end, end of the year, end of. A lot of different things in, in our lives and people's lives, but an end of a year of growing closer to the Lord right. and in his word. So right. we're almost there. And we we do things and we run. Not run. that we're almost close enough to the Lord, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> we run races to finish, right? And, yes, and uh, we're going to finish. That's right. And so we want to encourage you guys. What was the one simple word you guys came up with? Ours today, we were kind of surprised we hadn't already picked it from the previous Gospels, but our word is transfiguration. I was rooting for transfigured. Well, either one is fine with me. (laughs) This is the event. This was really a key event in the ministry of Jesus to be recognized in this way by God the Father and demonstration of Christ's glory. The disciples had not seen his glory or even part of his glory in this way ever before. Okay, so let's start over and let's say, what is transfiguration mean? Can you reach into the Latin Vulgate? <laughs> well, the Latin would be trans and the uh, oh, and then figura. Oh, oh, okay. So, yeah, but trans, just the idea of being changed from what was previously seen. So Jesus is going to be seen at this mount in a way that they had never seen him before. Okay, so did I interrupt you getting the definition? No, I was just going to read the passage. It says they led them up, Jesus led them up a mountain, high mountain by themselves, and he was transfigured before them. Luke actually says that he was praying and they were sleeping at the point that this happened. And his face shone like the sun and his clothes became white as light. And behold, there appeared to them Moses and Elijah. And so really the definition of transfigured is almost transliterated right in front of us as his face is shining. His his glory is shown. Right, right. He is seen in at least part of the glory of all that he has ever known was known to be. This is a question I have. This is weird to me. Like they are just seeing the glory of the Lord. Jesus is shining brightly and they say, should we make a tent for Moses and Peter, Elijah? <laughs> Peter just was so willing, like, I am willing to make three tents for you guys. I know, that kind of bothers me, because it's like, this is Jesus. This is his moment. It kind of reminds me like uh, somebody having a birthday party, and you you bring in somebody else in and be like, and we're going to make a cake for them. Mm. <laughs> 
So, yeah, very interesting. And I just think, like, why? Why do you think there was this failure or this desire to build three tents and this failure to to really see things? I guess why it bothers me, did they they see the difference? Did they see the difference in Jesus other than Moses and Elijah? I know Moses and Elijah were their big patriarchs of their faith, but... I don't know. Right. I think one thing, I think that when surprising things happen, sometimes people get lost in the moment and they fail to recognize the longstanding value of what that is. And so somebody new comes on the scene and that's almost seen as more important. But really, I think it's also true that patriarchs were worshipped at times in ways that were wrong. Well, and I think stories were told over and over and over, and that was great. But yeah, so that's just something that I always kind of think about. Right. But this was a moment, and this was Jesus and the disciples seeing him like they had never seen him before. And then we have to say what the Father said. God the Father speaks from heaven. This is my beloved Son. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. And the disciples literally fell to the ground and were terrified. Yeah, so they were like, oh, okay. We, Ooh, I, I guess think, no tents. I think, I think at that point it hit them. Yeah, I think so. Like, okay, we won't, we won't make Moses and Elijah yeah. a tent. But then Jesus touched them and said, rise up and have no fear. So what a moment. What a moment. And I think it's important that we be awed by the glory of God, but not stricken with fear. And that's the lesson that I see from here, that the glory of God is to motivate us, not cause us to cower in inactivity and fall down and do nothing. And so give that to you today. May his transfiguration give us a desire today to see his glory and to one day see him in his glory. We are so glad you're joining us on this journey through the life of Jesus. Read, listen, worship, and let God use his word in your life today.